All right, welcome to another episode of Unless You Live Hardcore. This is episode 14. 15. 15? I thought it says 14 15. on the episode. No, Ride or Die was 14, dude. Oh, okay. Episode notes say. Oh, that is my bad. Yeah, oh, they, but then in the thing it says episode 15. My bad, dog. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I clearly made the notes for this episode when I was high as hell. I fuck it. I it happens, man. I made two posts, two or three posters posts on uh social media that were wrong, so it happens. We're getting for a, there. For what? Like Motor City Comedy Festival? No, for our fucking podcast. I had the episode oh, wrong yeah, for like yeah. three weeks in a three row. Three weeks in a row. Oh yeah, dude, you were off by just one. <laughs> yeah. I kept messaging like Kyle. Come on, dude. <laughs> All right, hell yeah, man. How's it going? Good, man. Yeah, That's yeah, good. Yeah. Glad to hear it, dude. How's Yo, it going on your end? It's going okay. Oh, I didn't tell you this. My fucking rent got raised. Oh hell yeah, dude. Yeah, New York City Mayor Eric Adams decided to suck the dicks of all the landlords in the city they raised rent on like two million apartments plus like a bunch of like rent controlled apartments which is like the most egregiously fucked up part about it that's it is fucked like, up, man. It's like dude these poor people can pay a <laughs> little bit more okay yeah my rent only got raised 60 dollars though so i'm really not like sweating it too hard okay that's not too bad but yeah. like i mean new york I was is paying... already insane I was paying eight hundred before, so I'm only paying eight sixty now, which is already still like when I, I feel like when I tell people in New York that I pay eight hundred, it's like slapping them right in the fucking face, dude. Are you splitting it with another person? No, I have my own room. I I mean, yeah, I have three. I have three roommates, but I'm okay. fine with that. But my roommates yeah. are chill as hell, dude. <laughs> yeah, they are. So, they're all yeah. cool. Yeah, you got roommates though. I got I real lucky. This is the thing. I got real lucky with this spot, dude. Yeah, I know some people that are paying way too much and have fucking crazy roommates, dude. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it could be worse. It definitely could be worse. For sure. All right, well, I mean, let's hop into something less sad than rent, you know? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, dude? It's depressing, dude. <laughs> no, I love mine's getting raised. Mine's getting raised next month and or next year in March, not month. Yeah, next year. Dude, nothing uh, makes me feel better in my fucking soul than knowing that I'm putting a landlord and his family. I'm I'm helping them go to Hawaii that year. <laughs> nothing makes me feel better than knowing that in my heart, dude. Do you know your landlord? No, he's this dude, Mike. I don't know. <laughs> this dude, Mike. See, we don't have like a traditional landlord. It's weird. We're on like a month uh, to month sublease. But my roommates have been here for like three years. So they're like, yeah, you can stay as long as you want. You just have to pay your rent on time. And I was like, OK, that's my, fine. My only roommate is my wife uh, and she's pretty. Yeah, dumb. <laughs> <laughs> she's the ideal roommate. My uh, roommate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got a cat and a dog, I guess. Uh, they're roommates too. You know, I got a dog chilling over there. Yeah, I do wish I had pets, but it seems, uh, like a fucking shit show to have like a dog here. Yeah. I mean, it's not easy where I live either in Detroit. I live on a third floor apartment and so it's like, I got to go walk my dog, you know, to like take her pee and poop. So in the city. Yeah. In the city. I mean, thankfully we have like. 
an empty lot behind our building, which shocker, it's Detroit, right? You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have like an empty lot just filled with grass. Yeah, we don't like, have a lot of empty lots here, dude. We don't yeah. got that here, dude. Well, dude, we I have heard Detroit is like the air quality is still insane. There. Oh, it's horrible. It's so bad right now. I'm not going to, I, you know, it's, I, this may you be walk laugh, outside though. and it smells like some people are just having bonfires. All it, it That's smells how it like smells here for like four days straight. It yeah. It smells like sewage and bonfires. It's like so <laughs> That's fucked disgusting. up. Yeah. It's like, it's pretty weird, man. Uh, it's not I bet, good. dude. Um, it, you like know, the skies are gray. This like, you did make me, I, yeah, yeah. It was orange here. It was literally yeah. like, orange outside it was fucking crazy but it's um creepy looking this made me laugh it was saying today in the news that detroit has still is like detroit has the worst air quality in the world right now it's like i feel like canada has the worst air quality in the world right now <laughs> they're the ones we... actively on fire dude yeah we're just so close and then we we're also soaking it ad- up yeah we also bad additionally have so many factories and shit oh, you know okay. like so just... i think like that's also contributing to it it's like think about how many factories we have in michigan like yeah so many everywhere like yeah all these car factories and all the emissions that they're pumping out all of the other additional factories that we have like you go up north there's factories all over up there too yeah, like so it's just all over the place so we're Especially in Metro Detroit, we have a lot of them. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's, I think it's just pretty. You pretty got bad. the auto factory that Eminem worked in in Eight Mile, where he fucked <laughs> Brittany Murphy, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I remember being a child and J.O. into that scene, dude. <laughs> yeah, same, dude. Same. <laughs> it's a hot movie scene, dude. It's a hot uh, fuck scene. Yeah, man. If I ever it's... got to fuck Brittany Murphy in the middle of my shift, dude, back in the day, I would have been like, nice, dude. Yeah. What, a, what a great day. What yeah. a great day. That's, I live that's... life like Eight Mile is a uh, documentary. <laughs> it's, a, it's a real movie dude oh man it, like no they were that was that's footage of them following him around in 1998 dude that was a goal of mine as a young kid and i fulfilled it at a young age weirdly <laughs> yeah did you i used to be obsessed with eminem when i was a kid no i, I mean, used not to like being a rapper i, I used like... to write out his lyrics i used to <laughs> sit down with my cd player and i would write out his lyrics by hand so i could learn <laughs> so i could learn them <laughs> And then rap, dude. <laughs> I did that with Lose Yourself and a bunch of other songs, bro. <laughs> and I would, like, I would get into it. I would do, like, the hand movements and stuff. Yeah. You know, like, all that shit, dude. That made, me, I, that made me feel so cool, dude, when I was just a ner- little nerdy eight-year-old. That's hilarious, dude. In my room. <laughs> And that work fun. ethic it was is fun. what's going to make you a too. successful comedian, Jake. Yeah, got <laughs> that right, work dude. ethic right there. Yep. <laughs> oh, I'm going to start get doing this on stage during comedy, just in the middle of setting up regular jokes. Just like, yeah. Mm. <laughs> All right. Well, I think I got a good transition here. Is uh, Speaking of music that we listened to when we were young, uh, I'm going to hop into metal news. And the first piece that I'm going to go into, it's about corn. Corn, yeah, one of corn. my favorite bands from when I was young that I still yeah. listen to heavily this day. Which we um, are, we're prepping a deep dive on it, but we'll talk about that later. 
Yeah, this is a cool piece of news, though, that I'm excited for personally as a corn fan is that nearly after three decades per metal injection dot uh, net after three nearly after three decades later, corn and Adidas are finally collaborating and corn's going to get a signature line of like apparel and shoes released That's by awesome. Adidas. I thought they've been like endorsed by or they've. Nope. They've been sponsored by Adidas, so, right? Or they, no. they just love Adidas like on their own, and they're like, we just really like the company. Yeah, here, let me tell you how that went down originally. Um, is They loved Adidas, and they were big fans of Adidas and wore Adidas all the time and tried getting a sponsorship from them when they were in like their peak of being on TRL. And the number that three rocks. spot on TRL was called the corn spot because they always got number three, and one and two went to boy bands. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so number three spot was called the corn spot. Uh, And so back in those days, though, they tried getting a sponsorship from Adidas and Adidas told Korn, um, we're no longer interested in sponsoring music or collaborating with musicians or sponsoring musicians. Uh, We're working with athletes now. And so they didn't get a sponsorship. And then Puma came to them and was like, hey, we'd love to collaborate with you guys and sponsor you. And then they're like, yeah, fuck, yeah, we'll take Puma. And then they went and started wearing all Puma track suits and everything, ah, okay. Puma shoes. And then they made that song Adidas, almost as like a fuck you to Adidas. I didn't even know they had a song called Adidas. It is. It's, Dude, like, I... it's like A dot D dot, uh, you know, it's like dots okay. in between. And it's all day I dream about sex is the lyrics Dude, of it. I listen just to screaming all day. I dream about sex just all day. <laughs> I dream about sex just all day. Some, those, about dude, sex some of these corn songs are hilarious. <laughs> I listened to Follow the Leader like three times the other day. And uh, what's that song where him and Fred Durst are just calling each other gay for like four minutes straight, dude? <laughs> <laughs> I forget, man. That song is hilarious, dude. Yeah, I forget the name of it. Oh, my God. Uh, Unfollow the Leader. Yeah, yeah. That album is fucking awesome, though. Yeah, that is a great album, man. Him and Fred Durst. That's got to be all in the family. Yeah, all I knew that. I fucking knew that, too. Because it's a... Uh... Yeah, they performed it on the Family Values tour um, mm-hmm. in, like, the special that they did. You ever see the Family Values 1998 special? No, I haven't. It's on YouTube. You can see all of It's like the tour was, like, Ice Cube, Ramstein, Limp Biscuit, Corn. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah, I was, I was like, surprised uh, to see that Ice Cube collaboration. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you. I never really got into Corn super heavy, so I wasn't even aware that they ever did a song with Ice Cube. Yeah, so that was like part of them. That's like I think part of why they brought them on tour for the Family Values tour in '98. And then like at the end of the night, one night, like all of Limp Biscuit and like all of Corn were on stage playing instruments at the same time, playing all in the family. Yeah. It was a whole thing. It's kind of hilarious to imagine Ice Cube just like hanging out with Corn backstage and like Jonathan Davis just kind of tweaking on meth. Dude, in the special, it's on YouTube. You can see it on YouTube. Yeah. Um you can see like Ice Cube, like the crowd is not fucking with him. <laughs> like, really? But, yeah, because it's like mostly it's like all metal fans. Because also on the bill, I think was Orgy. I think Orgy was also That's, on there. I feel like so with, it was like everybody uh, was into like Ramstein, Limp Biscuit, Orgy, and Corn. How are you, you know? gonna be into Limp Biscuit though and not be into fucking Ice Cube? Limp Biscuit was the opener on that tour though. They hadn't popped yet, really. Okay. Yeah, they were like 
just starting to take off. I think they had three dollar bill, y'all, and like I don't think yeah, they yeah. even released their second album yet. Yeah. So they their don't second really album have... is when they became like TRL phenomenons, you know. Okay. And so... that's when like Fred Durst became Fred Durst. Right, right. So Jonathan Davis and Fred Durst don't actually have any beef at all. That's like a real that's obviously like a joke song. No, yeah, that's a joke song. They're good okay. friends. They're very good friends. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, they've been friends for years. But yeah, I just think it's cool. Um Korn and Adidas, after all these years, are gonna do a uh collaboration. That is sick, man. I'll probably wear I'll should we get full corn Adidas tracksuits to wear on the podcast? Uh yeah, I dude, I want I might get one. I don't know. Uh, I'll, I'll waste a hundred dollars for a, a, might vi- be more a visual than that. bit that people might aren't going to see because it's a podcast. <laughs> it might a full one might be more than a hundred. Probably, uh, dude. Those I mean, the jackets, is. those track jackets are like sixty bucks on their own. So yeah, I think in a corn one's probably going to be seventy or eighty. Yeah, probably. It'll probably be sick though. They'll probably like the designs will probably I be think really it's, cool. It's purple, if I'm right. Oh, it's um, purple. I can't get a purple tracksuit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I the can't designs pull off a that got track suit. released i don't love the shoes either but i'm gonna buy them if they come out uh oh they so there's already the design has already been released they were leaked uh the designs oh. were leaked so this is all leaked information so technically it hasn't been confirmed but it's been leaked and like also uh at the sick new world festival in las vegas that big like new metal festival um corn uh-huh. was like the head one of the headliners system of a down closed it out but corn went before them and jonathan davis wore an adidas corn there's a black one apparently suit. too oh this purple one's kind of killer though dude i might fuck with that dude <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude it cool. would be oh man i gotta get this track suit and then next time i come back to fucking uh house of comedy i'll just wear it every show <laughs> yeah <laughs> This purple one is fucking killer, dude. Yeah, man. They're pretty cool, honestly. Uh, I I hope it happens. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll definitely get the shoes at the very least because I'm in the market for a new pair of shoes anyway. So. <laughs> yeah. I got to get them. Uh, I got, yeah, I got to get these corn Adidas collabs. Yeah, man. Um, all right. Uh, another uh, interesting... Oh, all this shit... Um, so I guess on the topic of sort of new metal shit, uh, I'll stay on that on that tip, and we'll talk about the whole Slipknot stuff. Are you familiar with everything that's been happening with Slipknot over the past few weeks? No. What's going on? Um. So like, within... are they finally imploding? <laughs> oh, they've been imploding, but they kind of did, but like it's like controlled. It's weird. So like within like forty eight hours, um, clown. Uh, Sean Crahan announced that he wasn't going to be doing like their European tour, like uh, their month long European tour. He was dropping off of it and not performing on it because his wife was sick. And then the next day, they announced that their long time, like their keyboardist that they've had since the beginning, uh, mm-hmm. Craig Jones, was leaving and oh, he was shit. getting replaced. Or like they didn't really announce a replacement, they just posted like a cryptic picture of a new mask 
essentially for like yeah. a new member and they were supposed to perform at a festival that night that they announced all this they announced it like during the day and then we're supposed oh, to perform shit. at a festival in like europe that night and the new member performed with slipknot that night like so like the day they announced this the new so member was DJ? No, they're a keyboard player and like sampler. I didn't even know they had a keyboard player. They did, right? <laughs> Out of the, they have nine. I members. can't think of any like songs where there's really like any keyboard on it. It's synth, keyboard samples, any of the okay. sampling and stuff too. Like, so the sampling is all him as well. But they have a new member, and like yeah. the Slipknot Reddit sleuths. What's have the new mask look like? Uh, look it up, man. It looks sort of like a fucking black and grayish leather mask with a zipper on it. It's just a fucking gimp mask, dude. Kinda. Yeah, it looks sort of like a gimp mask. And the dude wears a hood. Um, it pretty much is a gimp mask. Yeah. With, like, mm. some red trim around the eyes and the mouth. Yeah, dude. Uh, I don't know, but the Slipknot... Uh, Reddit sleuths have already pretty much figured out who it is, which is crazy. And what connects this all back is this dude played uh, keyboard for Corn for like three years, I guess, from like 2015 to like 2017 or something like that. Oh, okay, nice. And he wore like a horse head on stage. <laughs> uh, like, so like, but this dude played for Corn, and then after that, he played as a keyboard player in Ghost. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so he's then got a now, bit of a resume. Uh-huh. Yeah. This dude's got a bit of a resume. So he's been playing it. That's who people have decoded it to be. They've, like, seen his Instagram. And this dude is not in Ghost anymore, but he was at, like... He's basically been posting Instagram stories from, like, the places that Slipknot happens to be at. You know? Yeah, yeah. And, like, he's a keyboard player who seems like he'd be the right fit. And, like, people sort of figured it out that way. Um, yeah. Interesting. Oh, yeah. This really is just, like, a leather gimp mask, dude. Yeah. But I find it so fascinating. I that, saw like... this guy getting walked around in the subway station the other day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude. Oh, man. Did you really see that? Did you see a no, dude in a no, no, gift no. basket? I, I have not seen anybody. I have not. Se that happens here a lot, though, apparently. Uh, people walking around their fucking submissive gimps in the subway, which I'm That's like. That's hilarious. I think, when, I think when it gets to that point, I'm like, yo, I'm kink shaming a little bit now, dude. <laughs> yeah. It's 2023. We're out here kink shaming, dude. Do but, whatever hey. you want in the privacy of your own home. Please, please, yeah. for the love of God, or, do it in the privacy of your own home. Or in a designated sexual environment, yes. I guess. Yeah, you know? sure. If there's some sort of public place that is cool with that. Exactly. But I don't the subway. Think, I don't think MTA is like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> totally guys please we love that <laughs> but also like what are they gonna do <laughs> yeah. god dude. oh yeah yeah i mean you can't do anything about it man people <laughs> the are cop shows up and they're like sir are you okay mommy am i okay <laughs> yeah yes he's okay i wish you could write it into law that you have to have respect for yourself in public <laughs> <laughs> but you could make that a law somehow <laughs> <laughs> oh man 
Yeah, my man, you know the thing I hate whenever I'm in New York or on any subway, but like New York subways is just everybody playing music from their phones. Bro, that tr- shit drives me crazy. <laughs> I fucking hate it. Dude. I, that's why I always there's have so, headphones like, on on the subway. There's like five or six different people at any given time doing it, and you're like, how are you even hearing your own music right it's, now? Yeah, it's just cacophony in there. Dude. Like, it's like I hear everybody's just jammed into each other, but you're focused on yours. You don't hear it interfering with everybody else's. It's also like, Dude, headphones are literally like so accessible now. Yeah. They're so easy <laughs> to get, dude. Like oh, just man. get some fucking headphones. It's a way more enjoyable listening experience. Yeah. I think part crazy. of it is uh I think part of it is people just like people are like, I want everybody on the subway to hear how much of a banger fucking music taste I have, dude. <laughs> yeah. That's really what it is. Cause that's that's I think that's what it is when people pull up to a public place with like their shit blaring. It's not to show off their sound system. It's to be like, yo, check out how good my taste is. Dude, my taste is immaculate. That just like I don't know why it just reminded me of what happened when I was at. Uh, so I had to walk like, yesterday when I was at work at the comedy club. I had to walk down to the ATM down the street. Um, and I was walking down towards the ATM and this dude like riding on a bicycle just pulls up, like he just like skirts out in front of me, basically on the sidewalk. He just like comes up behind, like rides his bike up behind me sort of, and just pulls up in front of me. And then he's like, Hey, you want to buy my CD? And I was like, no, I'm good, man. He's like, what? He's like, you don't like rap music? And I was like, no, I'm good, man. He's like, oh, you got tattoos, but you don't have any balls, huh? (laughs) 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 He goes, he goes, I don't know how you can have tattoos, but no balls. (laughs) Rides away. (laughs) I I love Detroit. Detroit's hilarious. But this isn't the end of it. So I go, I keep going down the street. He goes, the, uh, he goes back the other way i keep going down the street i go to the atm and then i'm walking back towards my work and then he's riding down the street again in my direction because you know i'm walking back towards work and he's just going up and down this little block and so he goes and he stops and he pulls up in front of me and he does the same thing just like skirts his bike over to the side right in front of me and then like this time he has sunglasses on and he just pushes them down his nose a little bit and looks down at me and then he just goes, he goes, oh, I already talked to you. Keep walking with your sissy ass. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude. He fucking burned your ass, yeah, Kyle. Dude. He, he told me I have no ass, balls dude. and then told me keep walking with your sissy ass. <laughs> keep walking with your sissy ass. <laughs> Dog, that is so fucking funny. I love Detroit. I, I'll yeah. tell you a funny story of how I got fucking, I got shit on. And it wasn't Detroit. It was Hamtramck. Um. But nothing like, dude, there is nothing more humiliating than just getting roasted by a black dude and it being absolutely <laughs> true where you're like, damn, you totally got me right now. <laughs> I remember I was, I walked down to this, like, uh, down to this, like, liquor store to get something to drink. I was at the Independent. I was like, I was like, I'm going to go grab a water. And, uh, and I had, like, this weird exchange where, like, you ever been, like, trying to open the door for somebody and then you just kind of, like, you, you both get in each other's way? It was like a situation like that, and the stew was like, "Man, get the fuck out the way, Harry Potter! <laughs> You're a Gryffindor-looking ass." <laughs> oh, dude, I was like, "Man, I can't even say shit to that. You totally got me right now. I, d- yeah. I am a fucking Harry Potter-looking motherfucker. You're right." Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> oh well, that's fucking hilarious. Like, go back to the common room with your bitch ass. <laughs> <laughs> hilarious all right i'll i'll do one more uh one more fucking piece of weird i don't even know i it's weird to call it news but i'm it's it's we'll do this as a quick one i think um you're familiar with spirit box right yeah yeah okay yeah very popular yeah they're pretty good apparently their fans have a name now for the fan base there's oh, an official God. name for their fan base and loudwire wrote about that there's a uh, name for their fan it? base what do you think Spirit Box's fans are named? If you had to guess. I don't know what. I, you I go for it. I want you to take a swing at it, Jake. Um, box munchers, box lovers, <laughs> box box fiends. You're so close, actually. It's boxies. Boxies? Yeah. That's so dumb. Yeah, right? It's so dumb, dude. <laughs> I guess their fan base has decided this is what they're calling themselves. Mm. Is boxies. <clears throat> okay, that's a little cringe. Yeah, that's what I think too, man. But like, this became metal news somehow. Is that uh, they've officially decided on a fan base name. Ugh. Oh. I didn't realize that the lead singer, uh, Courtney LaPlante, her husband is the guitarist. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah, her husband, Mike Stringer. LaPlante and her husband, I don't like guitarist, that, dude. That's, I don't I, like I, that. I didn't know. LaPlante and her husband, guitarist Mike Stringer, officially announced the formation of Spirit Box in late 2017. Oh, okay. Let me just say what I mean by that. I just mean, like, it's got to suck to be the other band members on the road and, like, Two of your band members are just smashing each other all the time. You're like, ugh, can you guys yeah. fucking cut it out? Yeah, you know what other band you sent me that uh, is also like in that same situation is Entheos. Oh, really? You sent me that a while ago. Yeah, I yeah, watched. Entheos is fucking crazy heavy. I watched a bus crash or bus invaders episode of theirs on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they, uh, the lead singer and like the. One of the other dudes in the band are married. Um, the main people. They're actually the two main people in Entheos. Shocker, right? They make pretty much all the music, and the other people are pretty much touring musicians, essentially, I think. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So there's a couple of those that are sort of popping now. Uh, that That's got to that be weird when, like, you're on tour, and you're, like, uh, you're, on the, you're on the road on the, like, way to the next city, and then like they just start fighting <laughs> there's just a like like marriage problem <laughs> hot take like, is uh spirit like, boxes metal cores fleetwood we're mac all doing coke <laughs> right now and trying to have fun on the road <laughs> you guys are fucking arguing about your mortgage shut up <laughs> i don't think spirit box is arguing about their mortgage right now nah they have plenty of money i'm not yeah they're doing you know okay. what i mean you know yeah, what i mean yeah, like, i got you, you. placeholder yeah. example exactly yeah they're doing okay on mortgage um but yeah. it is got to be weird because it's like you also have probably got to have creative disagreements as well yeah you know um yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's got to be weird for her to be like i actually don't like that riff and he's like well you're a fucking bitch so. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> it's just good. like i don't think it's like that now but obviously it could go down that path to where you're like fuck it is metal fleetwood mac now you guys are 
They're drummer. They're cheating on each other. With Their other drummer's the just band. like, I'm going to go smoke a cigarette. I'll be right back. <laughs> he just walks out <laughs> the room. <laughs> it's just rough, dude. You guys figure this out. I'm going to go take a smoke break. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's there are positive aspects. It's got to be nice to uh, be on tour and not have to leave like the person who's most important to you. That's probably nice. Yeah, I imagine also, like, I make jokes about creative, like, creative, like, decisions but like i feel like they're probably mostly on the same page creatively too like yeah you marry somebody who's like-minded to you typically we're obviously speculating on people we don't know at all yeah exactly (laughs) it's fine yeah i'm sure that's i'm sure that's fun interesting yeah um but all right would you ever bring your wife on the road to do comedy with you if your wife was like i'm gonna do comedy now she got good enough to feature. Would you bring her on the road as a feature? Yeah. That'd be tight. I don't see why not. Yeah, right? Like, yeah, like that sounds ideal probably so most of the time, you know? Like Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, I think there'd be times where I'd be like, Well, I'm gonna give somebody else a chance to feature. Like I don't want the same feature all the time. I think most of the time I and will then like, you can even, and then you can regardless. pay her that standard feature rate. She's like, Babe, can I get a little extra? You're like, Nope, it's been the same for forty years now. <laughs> Detroit's <laughs> been the same for forty years. Sorry. Yeah, it's but the it, biz, baby. Some uh, some comics, some headliners do. I think no, like some I, of the bigger know, names throw their ha- their features they, a little they extra. They definitely do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They make it. Yeah, yeah. I I think Curson uh, is on the Jessica Curson's on the record saying she pays her feature like a thousand a week weekend, so that you know. She you knows know. that they're making their rent and they're doing, they're able to like, cause it sucks being on the road and you're only making enough to be on the road. You like, you don't have money to even do anything on the road, like go out or do anything or enjoy yourself. You're just kind of confined to the hotel. That's depressing. Yeah. I mean, I know a lot of headliners, like they'll hang out with their feature and just pay for food and whatever they go to do, you know, yeah, like exactly. the headliner will just take care of it that weekend. You yeah. know, if they bring their feature with them. Um, so yeah, all right. It's pretty cool. Dope. Yeah, that's uh, it's fun. All right, we should uh do maybe music. I guess I got more metal store news, but we can go over them in the next episode. Okay. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got some we new save jams. Some we got some new jams to talk about, dude. Yeah, and uh, oh man. Wait, you tell me what? about this. Tell me about this trader show that you went to. Oh yeah, and then we'll play some traders. We can play that. Uh, <laughs> so. I went. It really went to the Attack Attack show, but it ended up being the Traders in Belmont show. If I'm being honest with you, Attack oh, okay. Attack from the mid 2000s post hardcore band. If people don't know, you probably. I mean, no, you know. You know, Crabcore. Yeah, <laughs> Crabcore. You, you don't know familiar. Attack Attack if it doesn't like ring a bell right off the bat from hearing the name. Just think Crabcore, and you'll know exactly what band we're talking about. Yeah, um, it's uh here. Let's hear Stick Stickly. Then you'll remember it. Classic, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right. It's fucking. It's corny. Yeah, and then, like. It is. It's corny as hell. Unbelievably how corny it is, dude. It is corny, and then it goes right. The transition is so bad. It just goes into like, ah, 
right. Like starts immediately. Yeah, they singing. just do that like open chord transition and then a few hi-hat hits into a part that literally has nothing to do with the other part of the song. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, this horrible. would be easy. So that song sucks, dude. Yeah, it's so bad. So it's like it's crazy. So I went to go see them uh just to like see it live and also like Belmont was opening for them who I really wanted to see if I'm being honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um Belmont's a pop punk band. Uh, if you're not familiar, and they're very good. They're sort of a heavier pop punk, I'd say. They're on the heavier side. Uh, and they also use some interesting electronics and um, bass, like, and, like, dif- different production on some of their music that's, like, interesting. I don't, I don't know. It's not insanely unique, I guess, but it's something a little different. It's good. It's very good I've pop never punk. listened to them. I've never heard them. Belmont, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm not selling them well here. Doesn't Belmont. matter. Um, okay. B-E-L-M-O-N-T. Uh, solid. Um, but I went to go see them, really. And so Attack Attack was also headlining, and I was like, let's see what this shit show's like. And yeah. boy, was it more of a shit show than I even imagined it would be. Really? It was so bad? I thought I was like going to go see the band not vocally sound good anymore but at least together as a band you know um really they sounded bad even musically yes so the i don't know if it's totally their fault though is what i want to say here is they're technically a five piece two guitars bassist drummer vocalist um uh, originally i think they were like a six when they had the keyboard because they had caleb shomo too yeah yeah um so five piece though at least and uh yeah. they were a four piece when i saw them apparently one of their guitarists is like couldn't be on this tour or something or like had to hop off the tour or some shit i don't know the mer- i asked the merch guy and he like told me like he had like something some personal one of the attack attack guitarists had yeah to well yep. andrew whiting or the uh, other one mike is oh, okay because andrew's like the original Attack, no, attack, Andrew guitar. was there, and then okay. the drummer, who's the ori- other original Andrew, was there. It was their guitarist. So what they did was they had their backing track for the guitars playing, but the backing track was also like clearly connected to the electronics backing track because they don't have a keyboardist. So all of so the two backing tracks were together you know and so they were both mixed at the same volume where the electronics should be lower and the guitar should be just as high as the other guitar yeah yeah. but the problem is they were just the guitars and the keyboards were at the same level as just where the keyboards were so it's just bad mixing basically you couldn't even hear the one guitar like you could only hear one guitar i guess like you could only hear one guitar so sometimes they'd start playing a song and i'd be like do I even know this song? And then I'd hear them like I'd hear them get to the lyrics, and I'd be like, "Oh, I do know this song." Like, yeah. and I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, it's weird when you're watching music and you're like, "I don't think I know this song. Do I know this one?" And I was like, "I probably do." And then like I all of a sudden recognize it, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, I do know this one." Like, just because it was so poorly mixed, because um, oh, they're missing geez. a guitarist, it was bad. Uh, and you know the 
vocalist is not the original vocalist. It's, and, like, the dude singing now is Andrew, and it's weird. He's not a good singer. <laughs> like, he's, oh, yeah. It's like, why is he singing? Like, it's like, get a different singer. Ego. I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm like, this is ba- exactly money. It was like, like it was, uh, well, I don't think he's going to get more money for singing, but. No, I mean, like, they don't want to get a singer in there because oh, they have yeah. to pay him. Yeah, you know, yeah. like that's I thought, why I mean. Money. I thought the guy doing clean vocals on their new stuff was the guy who was doing screams, but I guess not. He does screams. He does the screams. I'm talking. Andrew does the singing. I know. Like, I'm saying I thought the guy who does the screams on their new stuff is the guy who was doing the singing. As he well. does it for their new stuff. When they play their new stuff, he's the one. Oh, singing. but Andrew's doing all the old Johnny Frank parts. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, it's weird. I think, like, their new guy sings some of Caleb Shomo's stuff from, like, later Attack Attack. Yeah. Um, From, like, their self-titled, you know? Damn. Uh, okay. Yeah, because, like, that's his range. His range is, like, also Caleb Shomo's sort of. But Caleb Shomo has a better range than this guy, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. But... R.I.P. <laughs> no, not R.I.P. Just starting a rumor, dude. Fucking Beartooth, dude. Starting a rumor. Stop that. No, Caleb Shomo is the dude. shit, dude. I love that Caleb Shomo. He's great. Rips. He's such a good vocalist. I'm just trying man. to cause and chaos he's also just, in the metal Caleb Shomo is a great musician, man. Caleb Shomo is just a great musician, I think, too. Yeah, like, he's no, he done writes all and records Beartooth all that shit. shit. He writes yeah. and records all that shit himself, dude. People don't realize that about Beartooth, but he, like, writes all that shit. He's He is Beartooth. He's the man. Yeah. It is. It's, uh, it was funny. It was really fun to be in the studio with Johnny Frank back in the day and hear him like talk shit about certain members of Attack Attack, but also just have nothing but high regard for Caleb Jomo. Yeah. Like have he was like, dude, Caleb's like the nicest guy, and he's like the most talented guy in the band. He's fucking awesome. <laughs> he never had anything bad to say about Caleb. It but makes it definitely sense. Definitely talk some shit. It makes sense why certain of them have succeeded and certain of them have not. It shows why yeah. Caleb Shomo is where he's at, and it shows why Johnny Frank is where he's at. You know, like yeah. Johnny Frank pretty much has the career he wants at this point. You know, like he didn't want to be crazy, like touring successful band. Like he tours when he wants to, he makes the music he wants to. He's making pretty good money off of just the royalties on his music, I guess. Oh, he's probably making, like, at least, uh, dude, I want to say, like, over 50K just on royalties every year. Yeah, and then he also is, like... Sells a shitload of merch, too. Yeah, and then he's also just, uh, yeah, man, and he makes, like... He makes the content he wants to. He puts out the music he wants to. And then he also produces for others when he feels like it. Also, I would so. say Bill Murray has the best social media page uh, of any band. It's like just chaos on there and it's just funny. But it's, it's because just... it's one guy and it's his own thing and it's whatever yeah, he yeah. wants it to be. Well, he has a whole team of people behind him now. Oh, yeah? No, I, I do. Yeah, he has like a whole. He doesn't do his social media anymore. Oh, stuff okay. like that. He has people like running that stuff for him and stuff. Yeah, yeah. He's he's made he's doing well. That makes sense. Yeah. He uh, seems the guy who mixed my EP is the same guy who mixes all of Johnny's stuff. That's how I found out about that guy through nice. Johnny. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I wish Johnny would have still been at that Attack Attack show because it was bad. Um, it was. I not believe good. you. Belmont was great. Honestly, you look like the lead singer of Belmont like oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> that's uh i mean that's apparently very i also look like do. the basis from weezer 
Oh, really? Ben I don't know. Lang- if- ben Langworth used to tell me that all the time. Be like, you look like that guy from fucking Weezer. Well, you're <laughs> like, like okay. the, I think you're right around the same age as the lead singer of Belmont, too. Like, you okay. two look very similar. Like, I saw him come on stage. Like, I had seen him before and watched live videos of them and stuff. And then, like, I saw him come on stage. I was like, damn, he looks like Jake. <laughs> like, okay. Damn, I was well, like, I, I should just start yeah. showing up to a bunch of Belmont shows. Yeah, just hang out at like, their merch the booth. Who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> Why is he is he following us on this tour? (laughs) Yeah. Um, but they were really good. And then the surprise though, uh, with was traders. They I got there to see traders. Uh there's one other band before them, but I got there after the first band. And traders is this fucking sick hardcore band. And um, is dope, dude. which is like wild because they had like a hardcore band, then they had a pop punk band, and then they had attack attack. And it was like, but this is like the tour that Attack Attack put together. And I don't know what the first band was, but their merchandising looked like Deathcore or something. I don't know. Okay. But so you I, missed, I, I you didn't missed see the them. first band? Yeah. I, their okay. merchandising looked kind of Deathcore ish, maybe. I don't know. But that, I'm going off of merchandising. They could yeah. have just been, they could just do that for merchandising's sake. Sure. Um, I don't know. But traders uh went up and they were fucking sick man they were heavy they had their shit together they had amazing energy they got the crowd going i think a lot of the people who were at that show it was at the shelter in detroit yeah yeah um they're probably there for traders i think a lot of them were there for traders dude i saw a lot of traders shirts i didn't see i saw a few attack attack shirts but they were all bought at the merch booth that day you know um i saw trader like traders merch that wasn't being sold there you know yeah like uh i saw some belmont merch i knew there's some pop punk people there for belmont i don't know there were some people there who for attack attack you know but it was a lot of hardcore dudes and there was one dude who was like really he was like the the dude where you're like this dude goes to hardcore shows this guy fucking goes hard like he was keeping the pit alive he like was like hopping up on the stage back flipping off of it and crowd surfing and then the crowd like get there's like support beams in the shelter do you know what i'm talking about yeah like, I, I saw uh prada on their yeah. zombie tour at the shelter and it was awesome yeah so they have like these big huge fucking cement or cement support beams that are support the building in the basement and like so this dude got crowd surfed over to the support beam so then shimmied up it and then grabbed onto the rafters and started doing pull-ups from the rafters over top of the pit dude That's so <laughs> like, sick. yeah while like traders is just like shredding you know like that is just going hard badass, and this dude. dude's just fucking doing pull-ups over top of the pit like after back flipping off the crowd and crowd surfing it was sick man That's i was awesome. like Hell i was like yeah. this guy goes fucking hard i love this dude and like at first like the crowd wasn't like going hard enough for the vocals so he's like i need you guys to get fucking more pumped i need you to get like in that pit like he just wanted things you know to be more fucking heavy and like he wanted more violence and like he's like yeah, if you exactly. don't get this thing going i'm gonna get off of here and i'll start this shit myself I'll get, he's like i'm gonna get this shit rowdy myself he's like detroit don't make me do it and like he finally like at one point the band starts a song he hops off the stage and just starts wrestling a dude right in the front like literally wrestling a guy like in the that's front. amazing and then like another hardcore dude just came and broke him up and then they just fucking like pounded chests or whatever and he went back up on stage and did vocals for the song <laughs> like, 
That's it was sick. awesome, dude. It was great. And I was like, this band's phenomenal. I would absolutely see them again. Uh, yeah. I haven't listened to them in forever, so I have to like, re- go through their stuff. Dude, I'll play a little bit of uh, one of their songs. This song's called New World Order. Like, in you, World Order. And they're not yeah, really yeah. new metal at all, but they added, I think, some fucking turntables in this song a little bit or something, you know? Like, and it's to give it a little bit of new metal sound, kind of. Um, okay. So they're calling it New World Order. But it's it just sounds like hardcore for the most part. It's fucking sick. Word. His vocal range is pretty impressive with his screams. He could get like those deep guttural, and he could get all the way up to like the highs, highs too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, it was pretty great. Very nice. Yeah, man. Uh, pretty good shit, man. They yeah. uh, they got great energy too. I met like a couple of the dudes over at their merch booth later, and they're cool ass dudes. Um, they're about to go on tour with like Born of Osiris, and I think like Upon a Burning Body, if I'm right. Okay. Um, it's definitely Upon Born a Burning of Osiris. Body, the is band that... that faked their own disappearance. Is that the band that they I'm faked th- their own kidnappings? I don't know if that's the band I'm thinking of. Upon I might a be... Burning Body. Dude, Upon yeah. a Burning Body was, I haven't listened to them in years, but they were sick. But yeah, they totally, I think I brought this up on one of the very first episodes, but that band straight up like faked their own kidnapping and pissed the fuck out of their label. Yeah, Sim- it's Upon Sumerian. a Burning Body. Yeah. Marion was so <laughs> mad at them. I didn't know that. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's like the fucking episode of uh, Dave. That Have you watched Dave? Little Dicky show? Yeah, yeah. Dude, that's uh, like that episode where he like, fakes his own death or whatever yeah apparently theo vaughn is like very angry at little dicky yeah apparently, oh, saw the, apparently theo vaughn is that. like accusing little dicky of like stealing bits maybe who knows man maybe. or maybe it's just fucking parallel thought who knows dude also there's a lot of writers in those rooms so yeah that, who says it's sure. not one of the writers for sure that's dude that's the thing man it's like they, they, those people hire writers and you can't stop a writer from stealing something like if you don't know that exists already you don't know also sometimes like if they're in a writing room and they're just throwing out ideas they might not remember that that's where they got that idea from or something they might have seen that fucking yeah. TikTok. You know? i mean i watched a little bit about it and it was like some of the shit that theo was saying that they like there was like a bit about like a wooden shirt and i'm like okay well yeah that's just uh, yeah. something that exists out in the world mm-hmm. dude <laughs> i don't know but that's just comedy bullshit anyways yeah yeah we're going on a tangent about he seemed very yeah. mad about it though it was pretty funny to watch i've never seen theo angry and i'm like oh he's like pissed yeah i saw it i I don't want to assume anything until they actually speak on it because yeah. it seems like he didn't really speak on it too much. To be quite frank, I love Little Dicky's show. I think it's Same. a great show. I think Theo Vaughn's a very funny guy, um, but I don't, you know, I don't want to say, I don't 
I don't feel like he would take that bit, but I don't know either. You know, so it's I like, don't know. I like both of them, and I'd like to assume it's maybe just parallel thought, if anything. Probably. Uh, but I don't know. Regardless, oh, yeah. yeah. That uh. Before we before we wrap up this one, we could probably talk about the best and worst bands we've seen live. Since oh, we're still yeah, on the man. topic of like live shows and traders being awesome. Attack Attack was up there for me, man. Um, of that was worst? The, of it worst? Was sounding? Yeah. yeah it okay. sounded really bad. Like, I literally didn't recognize the songs I was listening to at times. Here's one the that worst I have. One... Okay, yeah, go for it. Here's one that I have, and it's not a hardcore band, but I don't know if, I don't think you'll be surprised. Taking Back Sunday? <laughs> fucking terrible live, dude. This Terrible. is well known. Yeah. I saw them at Warp Tour, so I kind of gave them a pass back in the day, but I've seen recent videos of them too, and I'm like, no, they're bad. No, yeah, this is like And it's not the band's known. fault. It's not the band's fault. The band sounds fine. The band it's, sounds normal. It's Adam it's, Lazara. He's clearly like blackout drunk every time he's on stage. Yeah, I mean, and even when he's not, he just lost his voice. Like he doesn't have it anymore. Like, I think it would help if you weren't shit faced. I think a lot of times now that is what it is these days with him. Um, but he's gone through patches of being sober as well. Like he's gone through years of time where he's been sober. And I know a lot of like taking back Sunday fans that I've talked to um, and like that I've seen like, and just like Facebook groups and stuff about music and stuff um, where they've said that taking back Sunday has been vocally bad for years, yeah. like for years and years and years now. They're like, if you go and see Taking Back Sunday and you expect Adam's vocals to be what they used to be, you clearly aren't a Taking Back Sunday fan. Like, cause yeah, you don't yeah. understand. His vocals are not gonna be that. They have well, not. You're been right that. about that. I'm not no longer <laughs> yeah. a Taking Back Sunday fan. I'll play the first few albums still, but other than that, fuck off, dude. I'm a fan of them musically. Uh, but I, yeah, it's like up to like, what is it? The one with make through damn louder sure on now. it. Yeah, louder, louder now. now. Yeah, That's those it. first three albums are classic, dude. Yeah, dude. The second um, one is fantastic too. The one before louder now is fantastic. Um, yeah, I don't. Do you know Neil Rubinstein? Neil Rubinstein. Oh yeah, yeah. I met him at uh uh uh. uh what's the show you do on Sunday? With the ship. Three on three comedy. Three on three comedy. Yeah, super funny dude. Tours with Motion City soundtrack. He also did vocals on Taking Back Sunday's album, like their first album or whatever. He's oh, really? on like Werewolves. Uh, fucking. Um, was he in a band back in the day? He was like, uh, he wasn't like a hardcore band at one point, but he also like he did backup vocals for like multiple songs for Taking Back Sunday, and then uh, so he's like credited on their album, and it went platinum as well recently. And so he's oh, like, nice. he recently posted like I'm on a platinum album now, uh, like and uh, so he did that. He also was like a tour manager for Taking Back Sunday back in the day um, for a few for like a good number of years. So like he toured with them as their tour manager. Uh, and he, that's crazy. He like managed some other bands, but that's how he's like super embedded in that scene. Is he toured with them for a bunch of years, and then he also worked with a bunch of other bands. And he was on like Taking Back Sunday's like first album, and was in a hardcore band back in the day. And so like he's just really good friends with all these bands. So he did Altercation Fest like uh, 
about a month ago maybe or so or okay. maybe a couple of weeks ago blink 182 headlined it motion city soundtrack was on there he was the only comedian on the festival it was all like pop punk bands and like fucking alternative bands and some hardcore bands and like that's yeah, pretty sick it was, it was pretty wild yeah it was uh, i would like to ask him since he used to tour with take it back son I, I would like to ask him one day be like dude did fucking adam lazar really not shower <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that from the Louder Now like documentary? I used to have no. like the deluxe copy of Louder Now and it came with like a tour DVD and there was like a whole section of the DVD where it was just about Adam's like poor tour hygiene. Like he would he would get in the he would like take a shower but it would be like he would just hop in and just rinse himself off for 30 seconds and not like use soap or anything. Wouldn't wash his hair. Man, that's why that's... he was such a greasy looking dude back in the days cuz he was just not showering. Yeah, but like he was like a a handsome greasy dude like he could pull it off you I know yes it doesn't certain really matter if you can't, smell like but shit certain dudes can't pull off greasy adam lazaro from taking back sunday you ever hear that motley cruz story you ever hear that motley cruz story where they would just purposely not shower to like yeah. fuck, fuck with groupies dude <laughs> Uh, yeah, that is that. disgusting. Yeah, I've heard it. Gross. All right, guys, man. Those guys are dirtbags, dude. They are. Yeah, <laughs> it's the worst. It's kind of crazy. Well, I'll wrap up on this, but yeah. it's kind of crazy that we still to this day just kind of give Motley Crue a pass when those guys should probably all be in jail. Yeah, for sure. Oh, for sure. They've done a lot of illegal shit. So <laughs> yeah, much. dude. <laughs> we're, we're not even crazy. talking the about the they're drugs. like they're literally like yeah we wouldn't shower for like days on end just so like just so when like a groupie would be blowing us we could see how long they would last before they'd be like what the fuck <laughs> that so is gross. like psychotic behavior dog yeah those guys oh were God. just living on the edge man <laughs> they're too busy doing cocaine to shower I'm sure that's where they got the idea. Yeah. They're just they're like, their coke what if we over... didn't shower, we man? Didn't shower? <laughs> we can save so much time. Test. Let's see how much these groupies really love us. <laughs> they're Disgusting, insane. Disgusting, Gross, dude. man. Ugh. All right. Well, let's wrap it up on that. Gross. All right. That's episode 15 of Unless You Live Hardcore, everybody. 14, Kyle. 15. I'm, ga I'm gaslighting you now. Dude. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? It's 15. I'm gaslighting you now, dude. <laughs> All right, episode 15 of Unless You Live Hardcore. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you've gotten this far, we appreciate it. I'm at I am Kyle Forsyth. The podcast is at Unless You Live Hardcore. Jake. I am uh, at Comic Jake Ford on Instagram. Yeah, follow the pod. Follow up me and Kyle. Uh, most importantly, give us a rating on uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify if you're listening. Do it. Five now. stars or else, dude. While you're Five listening. Five stars or else me and Kyle will stop showering. And <laughs> I don't know. I don't, you don't have to have sex with us, but we'll fucking smell real bad, dude. <laughs> Next time you see us. Dude, you can. My wife won't let it happen too That's long. True. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I got my a job. Wife. I don't think my job will be too stoked about that. They'll be like, dude, you can't wait tables and smell like shit. <laughs> dude, it's a vegan restaurant. I can't use these <laughs> chemicals under my arms. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I use rocks. Just I, tell I, them you use rocks under your arms. I bathe in natural spring water. <laughs> no soap or anything. I feel like you'd have at least one coworker there who's just like, I use natural rocks underneath dude, my arms. I had to, to work. That, I had to work that pride shift alone because all my coworkers that are, are like servers are gay. 
<laughs> I swear to Christ, dude. I swear to Christ. They were they're all gay. So they all were like, you have to give us the day off. It's the pride parade. You can't make us work that day. So I had to wait. I probably waited on like 180 people that day by myself. And my manager was helping me, but it was basically me. It was fucking rough, dude. Yeah. Been but, there. So, yeah. <laughs> I was fucking with my, I'll, I'll leave on this or I can just edit this out or whatever. But um, I was fucking with my manager last night. He was like, do you want the 4th of July off? And I'm like, yeah, you know what? I do actually. I'm a fucking patriot. And if they can have their day off, I can have my day off. So you better give me the 4th of July off, goddammit. I'm going to see the fireworks, dude. (laughs) All right, Kyle. All right, man. All right, bye. Bye.